Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined once again by my friend Randy Dumalek. Randy, welcome back. <laughs> Patrick, how you doing? <laughs> good, man. Good, good. Uh, so recently, we just did an episode talking about kind of giving grades on the Warriors, their team, coach, front office, all that stuff. But the real, real interesting stuff about the season is... What needs to happen for the Warriors? Who comes? Who goes? Where do you see this team going? So I want to ask you first and foremost, because this is a question that has been on my mind the last few days, is what needs to happen for the Warriors and specifically Draymond and Jordan Poole to get past the punch thing, right? Because everyone downplayed it during the season, and understandably so, because that's what you're supposed to do as a team. But we all knew. And then they admitted afterwards, Steve Kerr, Draymond talked about how big of a deal that was. What I hope is not the case is that one of them has to get moved. Right. I mean, you obviously appreciate both of them as players. Uh, they were had up and down years. You, you get frustrated with them for different reasons, but uh, we've seen them win a title together. So, so it's like, um, of course you want to try and keep both around, but uh, it's a it's a pretty eventful offseason, right? Draymond has a player option. Pool's extension is kicking in, uh, and so that that big money, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I I don't know if it's just like a change in personnel, you know, more vets or just more, you know, maybe more just adults in the room type thing. Like, um, mm-hmm. I know that could be helpful. I I think that I mean, what you see on Twitter is like you know move one of them, right? And then at that point, it's like you know you're ushering in. Um, I guess you could say a new chapter, right? I mean, you, when was the last time the Warriors didn't have Steph Clay or Draymond, you know, in the starting lineup or just on the top of the roster, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and even with pool, you know, with, with his contract, you know, you're getting back something, right. You know, whether that's a wing, whether it's a big man, another guard, and, you know, someone who could create or defend personally, I, you want to keep both, right. You try and extend Draymond, you keep him a warrior uh, for the rest of his career. And, you hope that whether, you know, whether it's a scheme thing, whether it's like maybe you just don't play him on the court at the same time. Like maybe uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. And this is something that just hit me like the last couple of days. I think the only way the Warriors get past this is if one of them has gone. Yeah. And obviously it seems like Draymond is going to stay that they'll figure something out. Anything can happen. We don't know. But all signs, Steph wants Draymond around. Right. And like, here's the thing, right? Like if you look at this Warriors roster, their starting five 
it's going to be the same dudes that are going to be on the roster. Who knows if anyone takes a back seat, comes off the bench. There's going to be the same dudes. And then you have Poole, Peyton, Kaminga, Moody, Moody, right. and yeah. then uh, uh, Rollins, I guess, unless you get rid of him. But he signed for like three years. And then Patrick Baldwin Jr. So right. looking at the guys who actually played this year, you have to fill in this team with like veterans. But to me, it's like if those main guys are still here, you're rolling out the same exact dudes minus DiVincenzo. Right. And is that a winning combination? Right. Like I just I just don't see those guys hitting the court next year and everything being the same right. in terms of roster and then being fine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just I just can't see it. And it'd be great if they could get past it, but just you know, like knowing people and whatever, it's Poole has never spoken on this Draymond stuff because he isn't that kind of guy. He's very standoffish when it's a serious question and when he's being kind of probed, we don't know. And then Draymond keeps talking about it. So yeah. I'll be honest, like if I'm, if I'm pool, I'm like, I don't want to be around this, you know, right. like this stink of being embarrassed <laughs> by getting smacked in the face. I think he's, he'd be fine leaving. He has a title. He has right. a contract. And especially with clay being there, so you get away from Draymond, like his shadow, right? And then you get away from Clay and him blocking you from starting. And ideally, he would go to a team where he could legitimately start on right. a, a regular basis. So if I'm Jordan Poole, and especially like hearing all the chatter from national media and then the fan base, I'm good with with moving on if that is on the table. I can see them trying because if Steph wants to keep pool, I can see them trying to make it work. But I just think like pool's ceiling for all this, his growth is hitting a ceiling because of these impediments, which is, you know, this Draymond thing hanging over his head and then clay basically blocking his uh, Mm -hmm. potential to start on the regular. I think one of them has to go and I think it'd be pool. I don't know what the trade would be that opens, opens up a whole nother, can of worms right and, and then yeah. you'll get like uh warriors fans saying oh let's let's trade him for Wemby." No. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's kind of how i look at it i don't and, and i'd be okay with that to be honest like mm-hmm. i i've been critical of pool i think he can be good but i think next year is the year that he shows okay this is who i am and it's either who he has been or he makes a leap. And I don't know if he's going to make a leap. We saw flashes of him making better decisions this season. Right. Like there were a couple games where it was like, oh, he had like, you know, double digit assists mm-hmm. and he could be that guy. But everything else, I just don't know. I just don't know. Right. So if he if he has to uh, be the one to get moved, I 100% would be on board with that as long as it's like a, a good trade. And it would kill me, though, too, if you right. – uh, have to lose Kaminga. Man, it's it's a weird. I I don't want them to draft anyone. I, I think they should trade their pick. <laughs> like I I know that you know they've they won a title last year and you know they have all these rookies, guys who are still rookies. Honestly, like I mean, is is this coming year not basically another rookie year for for Patrick Baldwin or for Ryan Rollins? Like they they didn't see the court. Like they still have things to learn. Uh, still have a lot of. I mean, they they just haven't played right. Like. Yeah. I don't know what exactly you add to this roster by taking another rookie or another, you know, young, more inexperienced guy at, they have the, uh, the 19th pick. 
Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a genius. I just think, you know, from, uh, from watching the team this whole past year, like I would, I think you would want someone older, not younger, right? Like you already have a lot of young guys, uh, and yeah. hopefully guys who can, again, show promise and, and grow, but just don't know if we need one more, right? Like, yeah, I, I think, I think they'll trade the pick. I mean, that's, that's what I would do. Or if you, if you're going to use the pick, then you have to get rid of some of the young dudes on your team, plain right. and simple, right? Like I just, and you know, people are projecting that the Warriors should take a center, but it's like, is a center going to play mm-hmm. for this team? We've seen mm-hmm. what happens when a center is, I mean, <laughs> if they, if they, if they had Wimbin Yama, they'd bring him off the bench. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, this like is rookie centers just like 95% of the time, like just aren't really ready in the first year. Right. Like, uh, yeah. You know, obviously you have Wimbin Yama coming in and, you know, who knows what he'll be, but just historically, like it's, it's hard to draft a big man who's going to contribute on, well, a winning team, right? You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, if they can move it, I mean, I, I, I don't know if we're throwing names out there, but like even a guy like Daniel Gafford, like Wendell Carter, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. other centers, dude, like people who've been around the league and and you know know how to rebound and set screens. Like I don't know how many mm-hmm. legal screens they called you to here. I don't know if it's a fundamentals thing. Like I don't know if it's just they've always set illegal screens and sometimes they call them, sometimes they don't. But yeah, I think that more experience, uh, specifically in the front court, you know, would would really help fill out the roster. Yeah. At, at guard, you know, you have a guy in Moody, right, who clearly took a leap, uh, a leap during the playoffs, and that should translate to, uh, you know, hopefully 15, 20 minutes a night by by the mm-hmm. next season. But yeah, at front court, it's like, well, you have Looney, you have Patrick Baldwin. Draymond, right? If he if he sticks around, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, after that, it's I, I think that's where you need the vets. I definitely think they need vets. I mean, what do you think happens to Kaminga? What would you do if 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 uh, you're him or or if you're the Warriors? Because again, going back to the thing about rolling out the same dudes, it's like Pool is blocked by Clay, right. and Kaminga is blocked both by Looney, like small ball center stuff. So not so much Looney, but like mostly Draymond and Andrew Wiggins, right? When he got drafted, I was like, oh, he's going to be the best player in that Minnesota trade. And I think he'll be, he'll have a better career than Andrew Wiggins. But clearly we've seen now that Wiggins proved himself last year in the playoffs and he's critical, especially because he's a vet Mm and he's going to get those minutes. He, he did over coming in the playoffs, even with a busted rib, you know, if they sign Draymond to say they sign him to like lesser money, but you know, over a longer period of time, right. Less per year. Mm -hmm. Then I would want to know if I'm coming if Draymond is planning on starting into the, like those last couple of years, the contract, however, however long it is, if it's three years, is he going to start, in the second year of that contract and the third, does he expect that? Who knows? I mean, if you're Kaminga, you have to push him, but I just don't know. I just don't know. Because again, if you roll out the same dudes, you're going to get the same dynamic, right? And with Peyton and with Wiggins on the team, yes, Kaminga should be able to rise up and uh, prove himself, especially past Peyton. But if he doesn't get the chance from Kerr, then it's, 
I mean, I, I speak from a guy who did podcast episodes for every game. I don't want to watch this team yeah, <laughs> again yeah. the same season next year. I don't want Groundhog Day <laughs> over and over again next year. So when I look at this roster and it's like, you know, you're talking about like, you know, bringing Poole and Draymond back to some Kumbaya moment, then I'm like, but then you're going to get the same exact dynamic unless right. Draymond changes or Clay changes or they take a, you know, they themselves take a step back because Wiggins is who he is and he's fine. He's off to the side kind of doing his thing. Uh, Looney, Peyton, they are who they are. Steph is always going to be who he is, but like, you know what I mean? Because those right. are the two guys on the Warriors who have shown the most promise as, as young players, but they're kind of right there. They're just blocked off. Do you move Kaminga or do you, you know, guarantee him some minutes? I think that his value would is is at a point right now where it's like, you know, everyone has seen kind of, kind of the highlight reels and he's had some highlight plays and stuff. But if if you're the Warriors, like letting him play, you know, 20, 15, 20 minutes a night to start the regular season, you know, that first like month, he is still only what, 21, right? He's, he's super young, but he's 20. 20, yeah. What you don't want, of course, is to get to a point where he's like 24 and he still hasn't sniffed the starting lineup, right? He's still just this weird, right. like, are you a bench, you know, are you on the bench or not? And mm-hmm. if they find a better fit, sure, but I think that he still has some parts of his game that that could help the team. Like, they couldn't play, you know, they couldn't win on the road because they couldn't play defense, they couldn't rebound. Like, yeah, there are things that he needs to improve, but I don't know if he's worth more as you know trade sweetener or, or some you know as a means of getting someone else or a vet or someone more experienced um mm-hmm. or just kind of waiting and see like because you know it's like he can do all the athletic things that that you need as a basketball player it's just like the winning thing right the winning habits winning you know, defense discipline all that mm-hmm. stuff i think out of him and pool he's probably the more likely to be moved kuminga is but you know we'll see I, I hope they can keep them both. Yeah. But you know, what you're saying is also true, right? Like how much different an outcome can you expect if you really just come back with the same group of guys? Right. I'll, I'll disagree. I think Kaminga showed a lot this year. I mean, mm-hmm. um, when he played a lot, when he's playing 25, 30 minutes, he was impressive, you know, mm-hmm. like he was, he was really, really good. And ever since November, I feel like he's been a, uh, solid, solid piece. Like they haven't lost games because of Kaminga. It wasn't like, oh, Kaminga did this or Kaminga did that. I would rather keep him than Pool personally, just because. I mean, I think people want Kaminga more than right, Pool, right. but I think he just has. Again, um, I've been high on that guy since he dunked on Pool in the G League. I'll be really, really uh, annoyed <laughs> if they end up trading him, but I get it because, like, if you want. Like a, I don't know, an OG Ananobi or a Siakam. That's the guy that they're going to zero in on, most right. likely. But I think obviously the plan from this past season blew up with that terrible start. I think the plan right. was to play the kids as much as possible to get them up to speed. But I think with uh, Kaminga, it's like, man. If this franchise punts on the most athletic player the team has ever had, yeah, uh, I'll be really, really bothered by that because legit, he's the most athletic player I've seen on this team yeah. ever. Uh, Sprewell, Jason Richardson didn't hold a candle to, to Kaminga's athleticism, in my opinion. 
I would understand it, but I would be really, really bummed. And I'd also, I'd be bummed that like, wow, we should have just signed Gary Payton the second because he's he's going to cost like a chance to see if Wiseman was any good, right. <laughs> and also uh, Jonathan Kaminga, right? Because he was traded for one and he and he took minutes from the other. So um, I'm just not uh, I'm just not too sure if that is the best direction to go in. I just I just don't see this team coming coming back. What do you think Clay Thompson needs to do? Do you think he has a come to Jesus moment after that? Uh, terrible we're i'm saying that's the worst game of his life yeah no, uh, that game six against the lakers and what what a lot of people want or want to try and you know see is if he comes off the bench like how much more effective he can be if he's sort of picking his spots more he's not heat checking as much you know maybe he has less of a defensive load but it's just it with the new like cba and everything it's like you have all these guys who are on huge you know veteran max contracts who just disappointed like hell in the playoffs. And so it's like, mm-hmm. how much value can you get for those? You know, if you're going to ask one of them to move to the bench, like how much, what does that look like on, on the cap sheet? And just like, damn, you're paying him $40 million to get 22 minutes a night or so. I don't know. I don't know. But like, yeah, I don't know if it's like a changing his game or just like having a little more control over it. Cause that, you know, he's always been uh, the first guy to just shoot. Right. Like, I mean, there, there are no bad mm-hmm. shots to clay and if they like turn him into more of a post-up guy turn him into just like i mean try and make him purely a catch and shoot guy because i mean this past year he was doing a little more dribbling he's not sure of how much he's getting to the rim could he regress it was just a bad you know did he run out of legs does he have one or two or three more runs in him do you still trust clay and draymond yeah i, I mean the last playoff series was really bad and and they they have to take some of the blame for that, you know, as the guys who were getting the most minutes with Steph uh, and and Wiggins Looney. But I don't think you you know punt on a core or punt on two or three significant pieces, right? Uh, after you lose mm-hmm. one one playoff series or one second round series, like mm-hmm. they would have to suck a little more <laughs> for me to for me to uh, <laughs> start having a different conversation because I, I mean. They, they just want last year, right? And and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. that depending on how how they deal with the the young kids and, and just the roster construction, I think that Steph, Clay, and Draymond on the court can can do it again. I don't know how many more times, but I think that they have what it takes to to do it. Still, Clay has I think one more year at like forty three million. Yeah, uh, and right the whole extension thing. It was floated before the playoffs talking about him wanting a max. What would you, <laughs> what do you think he's worth? Right? Like what, what would you want him to come in at? Because a lot of times it's like, right. I mean, that that's how these dynasties kind of die. Right? right. Cause they just, they're so good. And it's such a core that they, and they just want all the money, but then, the cheap guys are rookies and fringe vets. Yeah. Right. So like it worked last year. I mean, uh, when they won the title, um, didn't work this past year, of course. Do you see him coming in a certain number? I think think he's definitely worth more to the Warriors than, than to another team. Like if he had went to a different team, uh, you could see him getting like 
40, 45 over three years. Like, I don't know what that comes out to 15 ish, about 15, 20. Like, really? That's Warriors, I honestly, I could see the Warriors paying him like 25 just because he's clay and just because he's, you know, he's been a warrior and, you know, he wants yeah. one last big contract. But so, yeah, that, that's where I would put it is like if he's resigning with the Warriors, it's going to be you know, sort of like a respectful overpay, right? Where it's like, yes, you've done so much. Like, yeah, sure. Right. Add, add some zeros. Like, <laughs> like, um, right. But if, I mean, if he's on a different team, yeah, I, I think 15, 18, 18-ish a year. Yeah, that'd be a massive pay cut. I mean, I, I can see other teams not being that interested in him, but I can also see some teams just wanting that shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would just have to be the right mix and the right role because he wouldn't be this featured player and he wouldn't be all of a sudden against his own team, Reggie Miller time, you know, mm-hmm. also with Draymond, it sounds like they're going to try to come to some compromise or whatever, which mm-hmm. is great. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is when, when Steve Kerr said we don't win a championship without Draymond, I mean, it's obvious, right? Yeah. <laughs> they also didn't win one this past year with Draymond. <laughs> but but um, you got to ride it out as long as you can. But I just think it just has to be reasonable, plain and simple, right? Mm-hmm. Like those guys did not perform the way Steph did. The West isn't getting any more spacious, right? I mean, you have right. Wemby coming in. You have Chet joining OKC after missing his rookie year. Um, right. It's just like, how many teams are getting better and how many are getting worse, right? The Kings could get better. The Nuggets are already incredible. Like maybe you see the Clippers fall a little bit. Uh, I I can't pick like a bad team. You know, I mean, OKC has Shai who got first team all NBA. Like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're they're probably two or three years away from consistent playoff runs. And and then you look East and it's just like, you could finish higher in those days. <laughs> yeah, the fact that the Spurs got the first pick, my buddy Aaron was like, before, like several hours before the lottery, he was like, I hope it's not the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then when I realized the lottery had already happened, I went to this group text and I saw Spurs. And I was like, oh, man. And I have nothing against the Spurs, but it's just like, come on, come on, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, why the West, you know, why the West? And I'll be honest, I'm, I am fine. 100% fine with massive change because mm-hmm. uh, they always talk about things being stale, right? Like when they right, right. overturn the the coaching staff, get a new uh, head assistant or assistant head coach. Um, and this is the most stale season I've ever seen. So to change things up, please give it to me, right? Give me something else to talk about besides, oh, they coughed up another lead and, oh, they're turning the corner yeah, and, yeah. oh, they're almost there. And like, oh, you know, you, no, no one's ever beaten them in, a, in the Western Conference in the playoffs <laughs> until now. Or they've never not won a road game in a series until now, right. <laughs> you know? And no one's ever beaten a healthy uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, a 100% healthy uh, trio of those dudes in the playoffs, until now. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So like to me, it's like, hey, you know, don't necessarily blow it up, but but give me uh give me some intrigue here, give me something interesting yeah. that uh, I can I can sink my teeth into. So it'll be a fun off season. Yeah. I think that hopefully some unexpected stuff happens. I mean, I, I want some some fireworks, right? I mean something interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause again, when I looked at the roster and I was like, 
oh my lord, it's going to be if they don't make any changes and just add people on the fringes, then it's going to be the exact same stuff. Yeah, <laughs> into next season, it'll be uh, not that exciting. But um, cool, man. Well, thanks for coming back on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, dude. You all find Randy at random, R-A-N-D-U-M-P-R-O-D on Twitter. He's funny. Follow him. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review saying good stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.